My name is Matthew Becker. As the owner of a fitness facility and an attorney, I have a lot of things that I need to get done in a day. I've spent the last few years developing strategies that allow me to constantly move forward while also living the best life that I can live. On this podcast, I share those strategies with you along with other thoughts and ideas that allow you to live your best life through the concept of the aggregation of marginal gains. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Stronger Revolution. I'm Matthew Becker here this month with Ron Pontrelli. Pronounced it correctly? You did. Score. <laughs> Our Athlete of the Month for March 2022. How are you this morning, Ron? I'm doing great. Have my a, coffee. So. Uh, well, one though, one coffee. One pot. <laughs> <laughs> it was the, uh, do you make the Camex? Camex yeah. Right? And you do that every morning? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just... I don't know. I'm a Keurig drinker, and like to the to the coffee elite, the Keurig drinkers are like you know the bottom of the barrel, right? No, I don't think so. I, you don't I, think so? I, no, okay. I can do them. Well, they, they, they work for me. Yeah, I can. I like it all. I just don't like the. Uh, I call it widow's coffee. That like like the basically light brown water. Oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. But it's just it's the ease of it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I need to listen. There's nothing wrong with ease. It's good. But every morning you wake up, you heat the water, you put the specialized filter in your specialized drip, put the grounds in there, and then slowly pour it over over a period of what, like five minutes? Yeah, I do it twice. I think it takes I think it takes about ten minutes to do yeah. five minutes about each time. And then do you really notice a difference in taste? You know, I'll say I yes, but okay. I don't know. After a while, probably not. It's, I'm not that. I, listen, I'm not that fussy. Trust me. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I'm, you know, like you like the ease. Maybe I like the process too. Sometimes it's a, it's kind of a, almost like a morning ritual for me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, cool. So, how much does it make? Well, because you made it, you made it last night. Yeah. Uh, and. So, just full disclosure to the listeners. Sure. We were over at your place last night for dinner. It was very nice. Thank you again. Sure. Uh, but we, you, you made a decaf for dessert, and it ended up being about, I mean, you filled up my glass and you filled up Leslie's, well, mugs. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes it probably about 20, 20 ounces, a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. Yeah. Very nice. What else? Did you do anything else this morning? No, just looked at uh, some news, and uh, I have a friend that's uh, in the nuclear power game, and he used to be a, a nuclear regulatory commissioner, and uh, he had a video out from a news thing that they did in Houston about the safety of nuclear reactors with this whole Ukraine and Russia thing, so oh, okay. focused on watching that. Pretty interesting. Yeah. yeah. Always learn something from him. Sure. What an interesting, like, job to be in. Yeah. He's, he's had a fascinating life, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. Great, great guy. It, it's the, um, he is the husband of my friend that I told you about my, uh, my introduction across it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, the positive or the negative introduction? The negative introduction. The negative introduction. introduction. Oh, yeah. we'll get into that in a moment. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And Billy Goat's here. If you guys hear some jingling in the background, 
That's just uh, Billy Goat resetting as he gets comfortable in the freezing cold. Oh, it is cold. It is so cold out there again today. But 50s tomorrow. All right. We Thumbs just have up. to wait 24 hours. Back to 50s. All right. Anyway, let's move back on to you. Okay. So, Athlete of the Month for March 2022. Now, besides being just a fantastic member at Industrial <laughs> Athletics that everybody loves, I wanted to talk with you about how you got into CrossFit. Uh, for two primary reasons. One is because you, I think you have a unique story. Uh, and then it, just in the sense of how you found it and the initial impression and then how over time you were able to change your impression of CrossFit. But then in the other sense, uh, because I'll call you a master's level athlete, <laughs> a non-traditional person that we have come in here, just in the sense that our average age is like 35 years old. Yeah. Right, and, and for those who can't see you at the immediate moment, I mean, you look young. No, well, thank you. <laughs> you're not 35 years old. I am not. Right. I'm, uh, I'll be, in a short, short period of time, I'll be 56 in June, so okay. proud 56. <laughs> so it puts you on the, the latter part yeah. of, of, of our, our, our higher age of right. regular members. Um, so let's rewind back how many years? How long ago did you first hear about CrossFit? I would say it was probably about five or six years ago. Is okay. What I'd say yeah. Okay, so you've known about it for a while. A little while, yeah. Okay, yeah. but you didn't start it back then. No, I no. didn't start it. What was your initial impression? So my initial impression was that a it was for young people, uh, for one thing, and and really for people who already achieved a certain level of fitness. So it okay. was you know it that that and it also had a. Um, I think a stereotype is what I would say that everybody that does it at some point just gets hurt horribly. Okay. Right. So it, it, it felt that it wasn't for me. And then um, there was also, I'll get into the negative thing about it is that the friend that I was just speaking about um, in the neighborhood she lives in, they live in North Carolina. They had some neighbors that were doing CrossFit and instead of trying to bring her in it to help her, they used it as an exclusionary tool because hmm. of her fitness level. And so it really, really, yeah. And it was really, I just thought, well, yeah, why would I ever want to be a part of anything like that? Right. right? Because it just didn't sound very good. You said, well, it doesn't matter where it was. But, yeah. uh, okay. So, uh, age. Yeah. Now that you've been doing this for almost a year, do you still believe that CrossFit is only for a certain age group? I don't. No. Okay. Uh, fitness level. Do you believe that you need to acquire a certain level of fitness before you start? No, I embrace the bronze. <laughs> <laughs> For those who may not be familiar, we provide standardized scaling at Industrial Athletics, which means we take every workout and we kind of scale it into one of four options. You don't have to fit within one of those four options, but we give you one of four options that we scale the workout. Bronze happens to be our lowest scaling. That's right. Uh, so. <laughs> okay. Um, and you said that, what was, what was something else? Um, everybody gets hurt yeah. eventually. So you've been here almost a year. Uh, at any point, have you felt like you would get hurt? No, I haven't. I think that's a testament to, um, the coaching that goes on from the, the, because I do kind of a hybrid, right? I do a private uh, session once a week and then mm -hmm. I do the classes, um, two or three other times during the week. 
And you know, even during the classes and the size of the classes, it's there's always personal attention on there. I never have to worry, or I can, if I am worried I'm doing something wrong, I can stop a coach and say, "Hey, will you watch me do this? Am I doing anything that looks funky?" And yeah. and they'll they, they pay attention to you. It's great. And I think I remember when you first started. Not only your husband, but some of your other social group were, were also hesitant about you doing CrossFit, right? Because of that, that stigma that you were going to get injured. And have you had an opportunity, maybe, to go back and say, like, see, I told you so. I've done this and now I, and then oh, yeah. I haven't gotten hurt. Yeah, I, I, I do. I talk, actually talk about it uh, often with them about the stuff that I'm doing and things that I can do now that I wasn't able to do before. And... Um, you know, other than, you know, feeling sore after a hard workout or mm-hmm. just being fatigued. Um, no, I haven't. I have no injuries whatsoever. So, yeah, I'm kind of I don't like being an I told you so person. But in this case, <laughs> I enjoy it. I get some pleasure out of it. <laughs> sure. OK, wonderful. All right. So you get the impression that CrossFit is very exclusionary, elitist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Um, however... Fast forward five, six years later, you walk into a CrossFit gym. So what happened in that interim that made you decide to, one, change your mind or just made you decide to give it a chance? Sure. So right at the beginning of the pan- right at the beginning of the pandemic, I was it was pretty unhealthy, right? I was quite heavy, um, really had very, I would say zero fitness level. Um, I'm a diabetic as well. And okay. so um, one day my my numbers were sky high and I just said to myself this is the time for you to do something you know it's kind of that never too late thing this is it so um, I had a friend uh, who's a psychologist she wrote a book and she talked about uh, something that she had done it was called 75 something uh, 75 hard is what it was called by some oh, guy yeah, uh, yeah I've heard about that okay. yeah and it was and you know I thought you know what I can do something for 75 days and I just kind of started really walking basically walking mm-hmm. and, and and watching what I would eat and I, I structured my diet to be uh, more diabetic friendly than anything else it was a goal okay. to get my my numbers under control so um, long story short probably after almost a, a year I dropped about 70 pounds seven zero seven zero very yeah. nice yeah very and nice. Um, and it became part of my daily life to to do that and it was was, I wanted to kind of get stronger I wanted to do more than walking and so I started just exploring gyms in in the area I live on the north side near 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 here so I wanted Mm -hmm. to be close because I knew if everything about I think going to a gym had to be based around convenience to a certain thing and so I was as I was just searching on the internet I came across industrial athletics and I looked at your website and I saw you had a podcast, and so on my daily walks that I was taking, I would listen to you on your podcast. And oh, um, so flattering. Uh, well, <laughs> Thank you. Look, and it's my podcast debut now, right? So, um, uh, but you know, you the, I think the way you structured it, at least for me, and I think anybody that you know was unfamiliar really with podcast or had some sort sort of you know. Um, uh, premonition of what it was that they'd heard through that th- through through the years um, was was good because you started out with talking about goals and it also you also talked about which I thought was important for me was the values that you you place mm-hmm. on the gym on yourself and so there was a huge alignment for me on what you were doing and okay. then I want to say 
the podcast that I remember that made me like do the uh, the introduction session to come in and talk to you was uh, you talked about like the book Chasing Excellence, and I thought yeah. that's what I'm trying. I think that's what I'm trying to do. I think I'm trying to, you know, finally maybe at my age chase excellence in what I'm doing. So I thought, you know, I think this is the place. And so just called up and we had our meeting and thought, you know, throw caution to the wind and let's do it. Yeah, it went from there. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, that, that book is Chasing Excellence by Ben Bergeron. Uh, it's a very popular book in the CrossFit area. Yeah. Ben Bergeron is a, is a very well-known CrossFit coach. Um, and he, he trains a lot of games-level athletes and that book sort of tracks the one Katrin David's daughter's experience of getting to winning the games and chasing excellence. And it's a very short book. Yeah. Very short book, but very, very good book. Well, there's a lot of lessons in that book that have nothing to do with just CrossFit. It, it, they, they transfer into, I think, life. I use stuff with the team that I work with all the time that I've learned from that book in, in terms of motivating and pushing people to go farther even in their jobs. So that's really interesting. So you have actually taken this book. Now, I get that the book is not written specifically for CrossFitters, right? The, the, the principles that he talks about in the book are universally applicable. Right. Um, I guess I find it really interesting, though, that you have, have attempted to now take this book that is, is rather niche in its audience and expand it out to, to your work. And what do you do again? I know you said in, the, in our, our, our blog, but... Is it American Express? Yeah, I work for American Express. I'm a, a senior manager of strategic planning. Okay. This is the, the credit card company, American Express? Yes. Okay. 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 So how many people work for you then? Or uh, your team? I think you said your yeah, team, right? Yeah, it's a it, it team. Yeah, it's, I use it with uh, Drex and with my peers. So I would say probably I, I talk about this stuff with around 10 people. Okay. Yeah. And how many of those would you say have read the book? Zero. <laughs> you know, so you just let me take that back. Let me take that back. Maybe one. I actually did send one colleague the book um, okay. via Amazon, and I, I can't. I can't say for sure that he's read it, but um, uh, but uh, I think maybe he has. So I'll say one. Okay. <laughs> so you just mean you, you use a lot of the just the principles in general. Yes. Exactly. Them. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Well, very nice. Okay. So you got you, you came in. You you sat down with me. We talked about CrossFit and your goals. Um, do you feel like you've been achieving and moving toward those goals? Absolutely. You know, and I, one thing I learned about goal setting is that, you know, I always think goals have to be big and grand, right? Mm -hmm. and, and so mine have been, uh, I would have never thought of them as a goal before. Um, but now that I know what this takes to do it, there are certainly goals. And quite frankly, they are big and grand. You know, it's like this year, one of my goals is to... To, to do a pull-up, right? Okay. And that might sound little to some people, but I'm thinking, yeah, this is a big thing. It might it could take very well a year for me to get to do a proper pull-up. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Which is one of the characteristics of CrossFit is that everything is uh, um, the opposite of objective. Subjective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Subjective to you, right? So where, yeah, you're right. Somebody else standing next to you may think a pull-up is easy, they may be thinking a bar muscle-up is difficult. So their goal is to get to that bar muscle-up. So there's progressions along the way that you reach as your fitness goes up, but it's all, this is what's hard for you, so this is what we work on for you, right? So very cool. Okay, so um, 
you said that very ex your, your impression was that it was very exclusionary, very elitist. Uh, but now you have joined CrossFit. You've joined well a CrossFit gym. Right. Um, and, and what is your impression of it now? At least from your experience, do you still think CrossFit is, is elitist and exclusionary? No, not at all. Actually, quite the opposite. It's um, and and this is the only CrossFit gym I've been to. I've never uh, done any drop-ins or anything like that. Okay. But um, I think it's the opposite. I think what you've built at Industrial Athletics is um, it's not. I, I, I say this a lot. I'm, I'm big on this kind of stuff. But it's not only a sense of community, but it's a place of belonging, right? Mm -hmm. So. I think everybody that comes here kind of belongs together in, a, in, a, in an odd way, I guess. And uh, uh, it, it's it's fun to watch people, you know, uh, cheer people on that you know that are you know struggling maybe with one workout or maybe it's generally me that's finishing up. <laughs> I always call it last place. It's last like, place. That's last place. But I celebrate last place. You know, it's. Um, it's not a bad place to be, especially here, right? Because right. You, people are, are, are helping you, you through it, and it's just that next step to your goal. And I don't, you know, I don't see anybody competing really with each other, but I, 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 I see them competing with themselves to, 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 to get stronger, to get better, et cetera. Yeah. Or if there is a little bit of competing, it's, it's nice, yeah. right? It, yeah, it's, yeah. It's community competing. It's not, it's not cutthroat or anything. I haven't seen any hair pulling or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come to 3.30 in the afternoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm only kidding. kidding. Well, very good. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, there was something else that, that you had mentioned in your online, um, the blog post that, oh, shoot, I wanted to bring out as well. Um, oh, no, you just mentioned it. The celebrating of the, of the last place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think, is from what I understand, there is we're not we're not like first place, second place, third. And it's not like because you're one of eight people all of a sudden we know you're in eighth place. Right. But from what I understand, is is the point that you're trying to make is even though you're finishing up the workout after everybody else has finished up the workout, it's still a very supportive community. Everybody is still around you, cheering you on. You don't feel like you're finishing in last place. You just feel like you're finishing a workout. Yeah, that and when I first started the classes after doing the 12-week uh, introduction uh, program, um, there was a sense of anxiety that, you know, everybody's going to be waiting for me because I'm not, you know, I can't do it as fast as they can. And yep. and that's that's no longer there, right? It, it takes the time that it takes uh, for me to do to do my thing, and that's okay. And everybody, I, everybody's, I would say, respectful is the word, I think, because I could, especially at the end of a, a long workout that, you know, nobody gets up and leaves if they're done, right? They wait till everybody's finished. And, mm -hmm. and, and that even makes people feel better, I think, that are, that are slower in the game. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So you said you're you're how old? Fifty. Fifty-five. Fifty-five. Yeah. When do you turn fifty-six? June. Okay. Yeah, a few months away. A couple months away. I don't know. I can't count. And you you started CrossFit then when you were fifty-four. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, just before. Yeah, because yeah, just in May I started. I think. Okay. And do you think it was too late? Or no. Do you, you think it's ever too late to start? No. There's a lot of things in my life that I've learned. It's never too late. So. Yeah, this is uh, this has been great. You know, there's, there's still got a lot of years ahead of me. So you know, it's like it's what do they say? Like people that have done uh, university late, right? Well, I you know, 
I won't finish until I'm 50, but you're going to be 50 at some point anyway, so yeah. why not do it, you know? By the time I get good, I might be 60. Well, then I'll be good, well, at, 60. Be good at 60. Yeah, right. right. You'll be a 60-year-old with a pull-up. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> When's Fred getting in here? Well, uh, careful what you wish for. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought you were going to say never. <laughs> no, you never know. He, I, you know, I, I think he, he, he's, he, you know, he was, he was very um, cautious about me doing this at first, but uh, he, he sees how much I enjoy it, and um, you know that's, it, that it is part of a community, and and uh, you know he's, he has, he can have a little bit of FOMO, right? Fear of yeah, missing yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So I hope he'll come. We'll, we'll, we'll work on Maybe it slowly someday. but surely. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't seem completely. A Opposed to it when I met him. No, he didn't. He didn't. No, yeah. maybe like six months ago he would have. He would say, "Did you get hurt today?" I'd come yeah, right, home, right. You know, are you limp? Is that a limp? No, it's not a limp. <laughs> My Leave me alone. Just yeah. exactly. And you have a house that's. I mean, you got to go at least up a floor to get. And those aren't small stairs yeah. either to, yeah. get to get to bed. Yeah, I say, once this workout's done, I go to work and I work up on the third oh, floor. Oh, that's right, it's you like, gotta get up to the third floor. I go floor. up and down there. <laughs> the and as much as I like coffee, it's the only place I don't have a coffee place to make coffee. So I make myself walk up and down the stairs to, to refill my coffee. <laughs> well, a little break that way from the that's office. Right. Too. That's right, that's right. A little break, okay. Well, Ron, I really appreciate you coming in this morning. Anything exciting for the rest of your Sunday besides keeping warm? Um, yeah, I'm going to do something, uh, I think, hyper-masculine today, I think. Oh? Um, yeah, I'm going to go have a pedicure. Oh. It's, it's <laughs> you took that thing. I was so, so amped to hear what you thought was going to be hyper-masculine, yeah, not, not hearing at all the sarcasm in your uh, voice. A bit of self-care for my feet. There you go. <laughs> Are you going to make them colored? Uh, no, I'll go clear, maybe. Okay, no. Go clear. <laughs> I got one once. I was, I was dating a woman in law school who would get them done like... I don't know, once a, once a quarter. I don't, I don't know. But anyway, she she asked me to come with her. She did, and I was like, sure, I'll go. Yeah. It was it was a good, it was a fun experience. I, I got it. clear. I didn't get any color. Yeah, but. no, I did. I, yeah, I never haven't painted anything. But I, I, you know, it's somebody massages your feet and sure. your calves. It's and an experience. Cleans up your toes. Yeah, it's a yeah. big deal. <laughs> well, enjoy. Is Fred going with you? I don't think so. He'll, no. he'll go sometimes, but. Uh, uh, with uh, with uh, pandemic, he's he's still a little more sensitive. So okay, I'll don my mask and go. I'm not, you know. Yeah, I'm not afraid. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, got it. Well, awesome. <laughs> Enjoy it. Have Thank fun. You. I will. Guys, we'll be back again next month with our athlete of the month for April 2022. In the meantime, enjoy everything that you are doing, always striving to get 1% better at everything that we do every day. And we'll talk with you soon. Thanks for listening.